Welcome to the Boss Ladies Mindset Podcast, powered by Crown for Success. Crown for Success is the largest women's empowerment network for soulful CEOs on social media. We're a coaching business that mentors as well as motivates women to reach their highest potential in business and mindset mastery. I'm your host, C.W. Davis. I'm a mental health advocate, speaker, writer, blogger, and soon-to-be life coach. I'm also the founder of a nonprofit organization called One Human at a Time, also known as One Hat. One Hat is an organization dedicated to empowering, educating, and equipping women who were formerly incarcerated, enabling them to transform their lives for the betterment of themselves, their family, and their community. I'm also the founder and CEO of Brown Girl Basics, also known as BGB a brand and a movement designed to spark interest, encourage dialogue, and create a mutual respect between people of all skin colors. Last but certainly not least, I am so honored to be a regional vice president for Crown for Success. Now today I am continuing with part two of a three-part series entitled Mental Wellness is Everything. First, I will give a brief overview of what I spoke on in part one with additions to the story just to make it relevant to what I will talk to you about today, which is mental health and trauma. In part one, I spoke with you about my descent into the darkest part of mental illness, which for me was a psychosis. Now, the story goes, I had my firstborn at the tender age of 18. I was a single mother who ended up being disowned by my father and had a very strained relationship with my mother throughout my pregnancy. When my baby was 17 months old, he suffered a horrific accident. And this accident almost took his life and it did scar him for life, physically and emotionally. We would spend several months in the Shriners Hospital for burned and crippled children in Cincinnati, Ohio. I became the caregiver to a critically injured child, and I had no idea how to juggle both roles, one of a caring mother who would never want to cause her son any pain, the other as a caring nurse who had to do what she had to do, which was the hard things, to ensure that her patient not only survived but thrived. I became more the latter as time went on, more of the nurse, the loving, caring mother had to get tucked away. She could not handle the things that she had to do in order to care for her child. A darkness enveloped me during that time that I couldn't quite shake, and the fun, carefree nature that I had ceased to exist. The things that I used to enjoy, I no longer enjoyed doing. There was nothing and nowhere and nobody that interested me. My world and the world of my son grew smaller and smaller as I felt the need to guard him from the stares and the whispers of people wondering what happened to him and the children teasing him. My son's father, who happened to have been my high school sweetheart, suddenly and shockingly passed away from a heart attack in his mid-20s. My son was about the age of um, nine at the time. He was way too young. I remember feeling very panicky after his death and falling apart hysterically at his wake. I couldn't even understand why I felt so dramatically emotional 
We barely had a relationship at the time of his death. That same year, I became pregnant and married a man that I was not in love with. The pregnancy sent me into a hormonally imbalanced frenzy that had my marriage over before it began. And then less than two years later, there was the discovery of an affair. I tried to pick up the pieces of my distorted and unintentional, very much unplanned life after I separated from my husband, but I could not quite keep things together. I was so freaking unbalanced in more ways than one. And several years later, even though we were separated, my husband approached me with confessions of other marital indiscretions. And this, I discovered, would prove to be one of the proverbial straws that broke the camel's back. I remember the day that it happened as if it happened yesterday, waking up one August morning to what felt like a dark and heavy blanket being thrown over me. That heaviness, that darkness would continue to sleep with me, beside me, inside me for over the next eight months. There were intrusive thoughts, thoughts that were not my own, thoughts that I could not control. I heard voices, a constant chattering in my head that reminded me of being in an overcrowded bar where thousands of voices were heard but not understood. And there were the nightmares every single night. There was intense fear and agitation that I experienced that would keep my foot tapping or rocking back and forth in the floor of my bedroom closet. There was me withdrawing from the world. There was the feeling of guilt and despair. There was the thought that I had contracted a terminal illness. There was the thought that God himself had turned his back on me. And as a Christian, nobody wants to ever think that. And somehow along the way, I believe that I had committed the unpardonable sin, which I don't even know what that is. Now, according to mentalhealth.gov, mental health includes our emotional, psychological, and social well-being. It affects how we think, how we feel, how we act, and it determines how we handle stress. It determines how we handle relationships. It determines how we make our choices. Contributing factors to mental health issues can be biological. It can be due to life experiences. It can be due to family history. Mentalhealth.gov states that mental health problems are common, but that people with mental health issues can get better and can recover completely. There's a caveat to that, though, and that is you have to know that your mental health may be compromised. (laughs) These are some of the ways that you can identify that your mental health is compromised. If you are eating or sleeping too much or too little, when the things that you used to find pleasure in, you find pleasure in no more. Your mental health may be compromised if you have low or no energy, if you feel numb to everything, to life, Your mental health may be compromised if you begin having unexplained aches and pains. When you begin to feel helpless or hopeless. If you begin smoking or drinking or even using drugs to excess, your mental health may be compromised. Your mental health may be compromised if you begin experiencing confusion, 
become forgetful, on edge, angry, worried, fearful. If you become argumentative and combative, your mental health may be compromised if you start um, experiencing severe mood swings, usually outside of the regular and cliche time of the month. Your mental health may be compromised if you are experiencing intrusive thoughts that you can't get out of your head, if you're hearing voices or believing things that aren't true, if you begin thinking of harming yourself or others, or you become unable to perform daily tasks like getting your children to school or yourself to work or school, or even if your personal hygiene begins to suffer. I can tell you that most of these characteristics were applicable to me. So I'll ask you, are any of these applicable to you? A mental disorder, also known as a mental illness, also known as a psychiatric disorder, according to Wikipedia, is a behavioral or mental pattern that causes significant distress or impairment of personal functioning. Things like OCD, depression, ADHD, anorexia, claustrophobia, PTSD, dementia, bipolar, Stockholm syndrome, schizophrenia, hypersomnia, social, social anxiety disorder. These all fall under the umbrella of mental disorder. And oh my gosh, there are so many more. So is it raining y'all? Can you feel it? Now, some who have heard my story before now have always asked, you know, how did I overcome? How did I come out of that dark place? How did I come out of the psychosis? And I wish I could tell you the solution. I wish I could tell you that there was just one thing, but there wasn't. What I can tell you is that I do remember the beginning of the end of it. The day that I felt hope spring up within me. I had been contemplating suicide. I felt I wasn't a good mother. I obviously had not been a good wife. I was no longer productive as a human being. I could barely function. Not to mention that God hated me. I felt useless as a human being and I had nothing to look forward to and nothing but a life of failure to look back on. I was worthless and I no longer felt the need to exist. And it happened as I crossed over some railroad tracks one day that I said it out loud. I was like, I can't take this anymore. I'm just going to kill myself. And in that moment, I felt something lift off of me. At first, I was scared. I remember thinking that the voices, whether God or otherwise, wanted me to kill myself. It was like, hey, yay, she's finally going to do it. Mission accomplished. We can lighten the load a little bit. And so, of course, part of me was even more miserable as I came to this conclusion. But then there was another part of me, another part of me that I wasn't aware was still with me, the part of me that was a fighter, and that fighter wanted to live. That fighter wasn't going to go out like that. Now, even after coming to this conclusion, it wasn't over by any means, the intrusion into my life didn't go away nearly as abruptly as it came in. It was little by little, day by day, and I had to press through. It was like the change in seasons. One season gradually dissipates as it makes way for a new season. Subtle, but you feel it. 
It was like a literal trail of breadcrumbs that led me to stories of others who experienced a battlefield of the mind is what I like to call it. And that eventually would lead me to a professional who would later give me my diagnosis. Now, it still took me a while after that, a couple years actually, to commit to medication that would eventually change my quality of life for the better. Let me be clear, I'm no medical anything. I'm just the little brown girl next door who happened to have this thing happen that caused me to make like the Virgo I am and do my research. And let me also be clear about the fact that not every imbalance, which is what I like to call this, not every mental imbalance requires pharmaceutical intervention. Some imbalances may require talk therapy, some may be vitamin deficiency related, and may just require some vitamin supplementation. Some imbalances may require a boost to your serotonin levels through exercise. But shoot, some <laughs> may just require a vacation with some true R&R. And let me also say this, that not every traumatic event has to lead to a mental imbalance. I am just more aware now than ever that the potential is there for us all. Regardless, mental wellness is everything as it relates to your quality of life and your ability to realize your full potential as a woman, as a wife, as a girlfriend, mother, friend, sister, daughter, boss, you name it. Mental wellness allows you to cope with stress that naturally occurs in your life. Your mental wellness is vital to your productivity in your business, whether you're the boss or the employee. And it's also vital in enabling you to become a productive member of society. The place that I'm at right now is nothing short of a miracle to me. The fact that I made it to this day to be able to talk to you in podcast land about something near and dear to my heart, the fact that I get to collaborate and work alongside a phenomenal group of women in Crown for Success because I was mentally well enough to reach out for help with my business goals. They identified something positive in me and chose me to go through the Crown for Success program. I was able to get through the program and here I sit. So listen, don't let anything hold you back from being the best version of yourself that you can possibly be. No imbalance, no disorder, no deficiency. Be honest with yourself, about yourself, and be willing to help yourself with no shame. In my last and final segment, I'm going to talk to you about ways in which I am balancing my imbalances. I will also share with you some mental health resources and preventative maintenance actions because I'm all about the preventative maintenance. Until then, follow me on Instagram at Rebel Girl with a Crazy Cause and CW Davis underscore business. I'm CW Davis. Don't forget to hit that subscribe button for the next C4S podcast. Until next time.